Oh yeah, it's the Heart of a Fighter show, you guys. Welcome back. I'm your coach, Coach Johan. We talk gymnastics, we talk bodyweight fitness, we talk nutrition, we do it all today. Today we're going to talk two-pronged subject today. We're going to do a little bit of aging, how to stay young through your fitness, right? We're also going to talk a lot about um, a little phenomenon out here called American Ninja Warrior, right? Now, the reason I want to talk about American Ninja Warrior, I have two dutiful trainees. Both of these people I've known for a while. They've been a big boon to my life, and both of them are have adopted or co-opted Monday evenings as American Ninja Warrior Mondays. Since the show comes on in California at night uh, on Mondays, they see fit to watch it. And <clears throat> every time they watch it, I'm starting to get a sense of what their in-home conversations must look like. You know who'd be really good at this? Johan. <laughs> you know who I can see doing that? <laughs> Johan. That's what I... Because inevitably... On Wednesdays, at the end of the week, when I see these two, two of my favorite people um, to work with, inevitably, aside from the text messages telling me that they they're ready to buy shirts and have them all printed, and 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 you know, it's a great feeling to feel like people are on board with me and want to see me succeed. But they're really pushing the issue. And I can't say that I don't love it. Really. Um, So. At first it started out. It was a slow burn. At first it was a text message. With the American Ninja Warrior apparel. On the headband. After a late night. uh, Target jaunt. Right. After that it was. You know what you could do with your gym. You could probably put this. Uh medieval looking apparatus up here and you can practice this way right so the point of me not wanting to do ninja warrior or me maybe being too old my joints being maybe 40 at this point never comes it's moot instead (laughs) we time travel to the point where i'm actually on my way to long beach so it's um now we have t-shirts in the works, apparently. We have t-shirts in the works. We have a whole thing. We have the fan, uh, the, the, uh, the, the black hole, right? The Raiders got the black hole. I'd have my own black hole. And it's, it, it's got legs, right? Like a nice glass of red wine. It's got legs. And it's, it struck a chord with me, right? Struck a chord with your boy, with your coach, because I enjoy imagery, mental imagery. I like projecting glory, feats of glory. I think it's a huge part, right? If you're a competitive athlete, part of motivating yourself, part of your base training is imagining that moment of victory and doing it so with such clarity that you can smell 
the tape on your fingers. You can see the smiles on your on your friends, your cohorts, your family's faces. You feel the weight of the trophy. These are times that George St. Pierre, the fighter, alludes to that he actually practices practices at the conclusion of a fight. Where is he going to stand? He's going to have his hand up. He's going to run around the cage when he's done. That's mental imagery. And part of being a pro coach, a CSCS, you actually learn a little bit about this. Sports psychology takes it to another plane, but it's a thing, and I love it. I love it because it's within everybody's grasp to imagine victory. And these guys, these two amazing trainees, they come and they say, we can, uh, you know, we'll wear the shirts here. and we'll... It's cool. That's one reason that it struck a chord. The other reason is I've thought about doing this shit. So a little tiny bit of semi-precise history on American Ninja Warrior. I know one thing. I know that I used to watch Ninja Warrior maybe, I feel like it was like 10 years ago. And Ninja Warrior was a show that I believe was filmed in Japan. And it was this giant obstacle course. And I'm just going from my memory. Remember that the start of the obstacle course was really high up and you jump down and you do various obstacles. They were mostly running across a plank, uh, a, a spinning log into water. You had to climb various, um, you know, do what you do in a, in a, a, like boulder. You had to boulder across certain parts of it. You had to, it was like if American Gladiators, the show, got its ass kicked, beefed itself up, and went to go fight its bully. It turned out to be Ninja Warrior. And the last part, the Warped Wall. And the Warped Wall was a bitch, wasn't it? The Warped Wall was a, I believe, 10-foot wall with this lip and a concave framework which baffled physically Everybody who went across it. Now, there were two very ripped, very Olympic American white dudes that went across the obstacle course. And you look at the two brothers and you look at them and you say, yeah, they're going to do this. They're going to smash the Amer- the Ninja Warrior course. And of course, one makes it all the way to the warped wall and the other one doesn't. At the end of Ninja Warrior, the original, I believe the it was the original run, or maybe the second generation of Ninja Warrior, only three people had done it out of a hundred plus that tried. In other words, this was akin to getting into MIT. You can try all you want to, it ain't going to happen. You could dream all you want to, it ain't finna happen. But these three people did it. They conquered the inconquerable, the daunting warped wall. Then, years later, word got out, right? And it was repackaged as American Ninja Warrior. That warped wall stuck around for a while. People began building courses. But compared to that first iteration, this version is a little bit easier. Okay. 
That being said, it still ain't easy. That being said, it got me thinking personally who the fittest people on the planet are. What is that archetype? What is the body type? What is the 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 phenotype of the most fittest people on the planet? Who are the most fit people you know today? What do they look like? What do they do every day? Well, I got to be honest and say the people who appear on American Ninja Warrior, the ones who complete it, they generally are the most fit people in the world. And to be considered as if I were be able, able to keep up with them is is very complimentary and and it's just nice of them to say that. But who wins this shit? Well, to you can be a great football player, you can be a power athlete and sprint. You can do plyo um for volleyball, for tennis, um you could be a cyclist and go on long 20-mile rides on the weekend, right? All these things would only assist you and help you doing an obstacle course like Ninja Warrior. You could be an obstacle course an obstacle course runner, one of those ones that are that have all the obstacle courses, um, you know, Spartan or whatever. It don't matter because the minute you start climbing anything You're going to feel like shit. Because climbing, bouldering especially, not even real climbing, but bouldering. Bouldering is so difficult for most people to handle. Especially if you've never done it before. It alone is the great equalizer. You're not getting past it. So, if we can compile the phenotype of a really strong motherfucker what do they look like they have to combine power be able to hop and bound a lot in a row that's power so maybe you are in the gym doing olympic lifts maybe you're doing two three five by fives to get your power up you're working on your sprint technique you're doing plyos jumping as high as you can you need that I'm not going to say you need a ton of endurance, but you definitely need like 800 meter, maybe one mile endurance. Okay? So in order to train that, you'd have to constantly be trying to lower your anaerobic threshold. You don't, however, have to be a great runner. Right? Similarly to like CrossFit. Right? The fittest on the planet. That's the title they give the winner. But noticeably absent is... Anything having to do with aerobics. Okay. This archetype also has to be able to do those things, be powerful, have a lot of anaerobic endurance, which is still short term, and they have to be able to climb shit, right? So your homie, you, maybe everybody has a friend that was real good at hopping fences and sprinting away from trouble when they got into it. Let's just call it trouble. Sprinting away from where the trouble was at. Hopping fences, climbing underneath them, you know. Ding dong ditch like a champ. Whoever that person was, plus they could climb. That is the winner of American Ninja Warrior. That is the most fit person you've met. They might not be huge. 
They might not have a barrel chest or barrel shoulders, but they're probably a little wiry. They probably have unusually large, like a singular muscle group is way larger than it should be. Right? Think Dwight Howard or somebody where his shoulders are just block out the sun. Probably have giant biceps or triceps or something. They probably have an ability to compete in any sport and do really good at it, right? We all got the friends that are real good at, like, bar games and shit. Like, you got that one friend that never loses at fucking pool, darts, um, uh, Nintendo Wii, Guitar Hero, and fucking uh, Hold'em. That person physically has got to be the most strong person, most fit person you know. The person that's doing muscle-ups and 310-pound bench press for reps. The person that's able to do um, Aztec push-ups, plyo pull-ups, and also do, you know, uh, um, split jerks of 285 for reps. Oh, sorry. For reps. Watch somebody start... To finger grip the narrowest awkward looking ledge on the planet with just their thumb and their forefinger and their middle finger is stacked on top of it's ridiculous the things that boulders can do one of my friends that taught me kettlebells in 2000 he taught me how to do kettlebells he was RKC2 certified in 2007 taught me everything I needed to know about kettlebells, right? Before anybody was fucking with them over here. This guy was also a great climber. And some of the things that we do when we went bouldering together was mind-blowing. And the way that you have to cup your hands, they stack your fingers, move your body. You have to spread your body over wide areas so your wingspan is at its max, right, guys? And then, now that the surface tension of your body is stretched beyond normal limits, hang on one arm and pull yourself up three feet. And that's still not the victory, right? You think you do that and where's my fucking... I'm jumping down now. Uh Uh-uh. You still got more to go. Because in theory, you do this, you know, to get up the side of a mountain. You're not just jumping down after. You need to do this for some time. Your finger grips have to be strong. Your hand, your forearms, it's ridiculous. To be a human spider monkey takes incredible, incredible dexterity and strength, mobility and flexibility, which I personally call strength. So as far as me getting into it, man, whenever I think about what my shoulders can't do, it, 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 the, the act of punching, the act of doing plyo pull-ups, those have the ability or maybe the possibility of making my shoulders ache just from thinking about it. So Ninja Warrior, man, it'll take me a lot more practice, a lot more practice than it seems because, boy, once you get up to those, the spinning, rotating pillar with the three-inch finger gaps on it, you're going to have some trouble. You're going to be in some trouble. Right? You can't muscle your way through that shit. It takes practice. 
And that's why people who boulder, if they do so and are capable lifters and do so with submax weights that are more than their strength to weight ratio, boulderers have to be some of the strongest people on the planet. Of course, I'm always going to say fighters and gymnasts are at the top. But don't forget, don't forget those who those men and women that climb rock like spider monkeys, they're right up there. You know, it takes a lot to be in great shape when you're older because a lot of shit happens to our bodies. And this is one thing I wanted to cover in today's show was the aging process, right? It happens to everyone. Undefeated, that motherfucker father time. That bastard can't be beat. For everybody that's afraid of it, it don't even matter. It's happening to all of us at some point. And we work hard in the gym to mitigate its effects. We want to have a quality of life that lasts far beyond what we think it's going to last. We almost want to reverse the aging process. And, you know, to a lot of, there's a lot of truth in doing so. But, aging's a bitch. Because aging creeps up on your ass. And it isn't, a, it isn't there for you on Monday. And then again next Monday. No, no, no. It takes a thorough examination or an admittance of things that you can't do. And a bitch about aging in general. Is. You're great. And then you're not. Right? You look in the mirror. There's another gray. Or maybe there's no gray. Because the hair's gone. There's a wrinkle here. A craggle here. There's yellowing here. <laughs> there's. Gradual. Changes. That only a long separation of time, hence aging, speaks to. And so it's hard to take because we never take it with any type of compassion (laughs) at all. And so we always, when we notice we're aging, we take an L and then we try to get some redemption for it later on. Oh, I got to start eating a little bit better. I got to go back to the gym. Right? Well, I think about sometimes what it's like for women. Because aging for a woman is nothing nice. Aging for a woman is nothing nice. You guys can't just age perfectly. You can't age nicely. You can't just fucking age. The expectations on you guys to stay as young as humanly possible forever. You're 80. You better come out looking like you're 58. You're fucking 55. You better look like a fucking, like you're in high school. You're in high school. You better look like you're, you're, this is the first time you've ever been to a, um, a dance or whatever. You gotta look younger than what you are all the time. And it's no surprise that we have this high standard for beauty with regards to women. Don't, ever get a wrinkle on your face because it just happens because that will speak to an inability to manage the beauty the the beautification processes in your life says every fucking american women's beauty commercial ever you're getting thrown it's getting thrown at 
at you. The products you didn't even know you need. There's a gel for this. There's also a liquid for that. There's a wash and a spray. They all keep everything tight, don't they? And none of them, none of them ever have a chance of fighting gravity. Gravity is that motherfucker that pulls your ass cheeks down towards the floor. They pull your titties down towards your toes. They fucking pull your jowls farther than than a pug's jowls. And you just hate it, don't you? And forget it. You got grays? You're going to need a fucking razor and a wig. Aging is a bitch. But it's a... It's a... It's a... It's a bitch goddess for women. And that's the real... Your sister, your mother, your best friend is not going to age happily because we're telling women they can't. Boob job, butt job, kegels. Keep it tight, right? The problem is we do so much to tell women that they can't age peacefully where men were allowed to go bald We're allowed to go senile. We're allowed to get lazy, scratch our nuts, and fart indiscriminately. All because we've aged like golden silver foxes. Golden foxing is what happens when we're incontinent. But silver foxes we become. Lotharios in the most lionized of veins. Oh, that's cool. You're allowed to fucking... Do your thing, rob the cradle, because, men, we get away with it, don't we? That's the aging process as it seems to the rest of the world. But never, ever is it taken more harshly than when we take that look in the mirror. Or we're really active at some point in our day, and we're not as active as we used to be. Right? I have a guy... Who's aging really poorly. And I can't help but notice it. Because I've known him for a long time. And over the course of the last. Say six years. He's talked about how old. He is. He's been old. For eight years. And now finally. Finally. His prophecy is fulfilled. And I talked to him. About how his age. Affects him. And it's not good. It's downright sad. And the only cure for it, besides a positive attitude which kills everything uh, um, pernicious, is a little bit of fitness and a little attention to the way we move our bodies in space, guys. Your uncle, your dad, your best friend, that older motherfucker that you know and love, suffers. Suffers a little bit. Maybe they don't tell you, but they suffer from age shit every so often. And so the best advice you can give them when they're feeling their age is to get their ass up and move around if they don't. I've constantly believe, or I always, always, I want to tout this, but I believe it from my core that the number one way we can help somebody else out is to work with them Physically, walk with them, teach them new techniques, take them to the gym, go on a walk or a hike, start running, hold mitts for them, do planks, 
Do your core work and kettlebells with them. Encourage and motivate them as they get better. Walk on the treadmill for days with them. There's no better way to help another human out than to be there for them physically. And that's what I try to do for this guy. This trainee, let's call him... Let's call him um, Vasily. Used to be a spry, happy-go-lucky, yet crotchety old guy. And now he's just an old guy because he's let it go. And it makes me feel like crap when he tells me stories of his days gone by. Because he remembers being young. And I remember, hey, I remember training him and he had more energy. And it only makes me think, does this happen to everyone who tells me, Johan, don't get old. It's, right, it's the pits, as some old people might say. Some older folks, some traditionalists, don't get old. And yet, Father Time, Father Time, the welterweight champion of of wrinkles of degeneration says doesn't matter i'm coming for you and so i say i now offer to you guys i offer to you guys take someone away from that kind of mindset and teach them how to be fit teach them how to keep going because when your heart rate when you're in your 30s and 40s it's supposed to be at 170, right? And you know how long it takes to get it there, how much weight you can lift. When you're as old as Vasily, your ceiling for fitness, well, it's half of what yours is if you're listening to this show and you're in your 20s, 30s, 40s. It's half. Meaning the minute that your heart rate starts to go past 100, you feel like I do when I've done five minutes of heavy kettlebell swings. That's the truth. And the lethargy you feel, the atrophy of your muscles, it's a lot to take. And so I was reminding him that, hey, 100 BPMs for your heart rate for me feels like a warm-up. When I get that first drop of sweat, it's like finally, right? And that might be after I drank a whole... Uh, thing of water really quickly I finally get my heart rate up to 100 And I'm like oh I'm finally starting to sweat And it took me 20 minutes My boy Vasily He's sitting there sweating or Not sweating bullets His heart rate's 100 And he feels like he can't walk no more Right And I'm looking at that and I'm saying You know what It's best to kind of back off And remember That when we got our older people Our older Brothers and sisters, our older uncles, um, you might could be your parents, someone older in your life, to give them that space and to kind of reset and reframe what fitness and their workouts are going to look like. It's always, always going to change as we get older. Realistically, the best thing you could do is get up and move around. Do the best you can to understand that your heart, hey, it might have so many ticks in it. Maybe. But moving around, keeping your muscles strong, 
trust me, trust your coach when I say that's going to be the best medicine when it comes to staving off oldness. Make you feel young for a long time. Guys, thanks for listening to the show. Get at me. Ask me questions. Johan at johanunderdogtraining.com. I will see you later this week. I hope you have a good one until then. Thanks for listening. Cool.